Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hello, everyone. We are back, and you are listening to The Naked Truth Podcast. I am Heather. And I am Mary Catherine. And we welcome you. We are actually in the middle of a two-part series. This is Season 2, Episode 7, called the Mind-Body Connection Part 2. Mind-Body Connection Part 1 was last week, and I led that. Mind-Body Connection Part 2 is is today, and Mary Catherine is leading it. Here I, she is, everybody. I'm I'm nervous yet excited at the same time. Um, nervous because I've never done a whole podcast episode by myself, but excited because the shit I'm going to talk about today, I could talk about all damn day long until I'm blue in the face. You thought I was passionate about other things that we've talked about. Um, I'm just trying to think if, I, well, in upcoming episodes, you're going to find some stuff out that I'm super passionate about, but I am beyond passionate about the mind-body connection when it comes to health and nutrition. This is my jam. This is her wheelhouse, people. This is my wheelhouse. I have studied so much about this. Um, it It's something that I eat, pun intended, live, breathe every day. Uh, to explain how this became to be my wheelhouse, we have to rewind back in time about, gosh, what month is it? September. Oh my gosh, how could I forget it's birthday month? Um, so pro- we're going back like four and a half years ago. I was going through a horrible time personally. And as a result, I started having some very intense physical issues as well. Um, I was not taking very good care of myself and I can laugh about it now, but at the time, this is no lie, I was living on a steady diet of red wine, coffee, and tortilla chips because that was about all that I was eating. And it got to the point that when I began trying to eat quote unquote normal food again, I I couldn't. My stomach acid was completely off kilter. I, my body was under so much stress. I had constant acid reflux. I had constant heartburn. I had constant stomach cramping. I would sit at my desk at work and begin to dry heave for no reason whatsoever. It was horrible. Oh my. And I, and this is no knock against hospitals and doctors. 
I just knew that if I went to a, uh, I don't want to say a, a normal doctor, but if I, if I were to go to a doctor, the chances of me being given a GI scope and being written a prescription for Prilosec was very high. And that is probably of course what was yes. going to happen to me. Fortunately, very fortunately for, for me, my cousin who I am very close with and I have um, spent a lot of time with over the years talking about mental and physical health. She went to a doctor in her hometown that was mostly holistic, does not take insurance, but is not mandated by the same rules and regulations as a doctor that does take insurance would be. So I immediately called his office, made an appointment, and had to fill out a bunch of paperwork prior to me going to the doctor, but they really wanted to know about my all-around health. They wanted to know about any uh, personal issues that I had had, anything that was going on. So when I went for my first consultation and I met with the nurse practitioner, I was honest with them and told them that I had um, just recently ended a relationship. Um, my, my wedding had been called off. I had just had to move. I had just had to basically uproot my life as I had known it and start building a new one. At which point in time, the nurse practitioner took me by the hand and told me that they were going to fix me up. And I started that day on a journey back to completely improve and change my health and how I took care of myself. And at the age of 42.97, I'm not quite 43 yet. Um, <laughs> not for a few more days. This this is the best shape I've ever been in in, in my life. Um, Health-wise, mental health-wise, physical health-wise, everything. And the, the plan that the doctor had placed me on was a plan that had very specific nutrient guidelines. Um, I was on a very specific vitamin and nutrient regimen because he had taken a complete blood panel, taken a look at all of my nutrition deficiencies, where I needed help. And when he received all the blood work back, we sat down for an hour and he walked me through the whole, well, if you're deficient in this vitamin, this body function is going to suffer. And if this body function suffers as a result, this body, it, I could have sat there and talked to him all day. It was so interesting. So at that point in time, I was put on a very specific vitamin regimen, as well as asked to follow a anti-candida, which means a no yeast, a no gluten eating regimen. I don't call it a diet. It's an eating plan, a lifestyle change. And it, it's made a phenomenal change in my life. And anybody who knows me well knows that, as you said, this is my wheelhouse. I'm so completely passionate about everything that I have learned. And I just want to share it with 
as many people as I can. So in the interest of trying to get our listeners as much information as possible um, in this episode, I decided to talk about specifically nutrition. And when I say nutrition, meaning how the food that you eat, how I don't want to say it can affect your mental health, how it does affect your mental health. And how it works is that your GI tract is home to ugh, billions of bacteria that influence the production of neurotransmitters in your body and in your brain. And those are chemical substances that constantly carry messages from your gut all the way to your brain. Eating healthy food will promote the growth of good bacteria, which in turn will positively affect the neurotransmitter production. Now, this is where it's going to get a little scientific, so you're going to have to stick with me. A uh, steady diet of junk food on the other hand, can cause inflammation that will hamper the production. And when your neurotransmitter production is in good shape, your brain receives these positive messages loud and clear, and your emotions will reflect it. But when your production goes awry, so will your mood. So the foods that we eat not only can affect our physical health, but how your brain functions as well. And that is not an opinion. It's a scientifically proven fact. Um, sugar, sugar is just bad. <laughs> I mean, we all love candy. We all love sugar in small doses, but what we don't realize is that when you start reading labels on your food, we, we as a society have zero idea of how much added sugar is added into our foods. And if you want to have a semblance of an idea, go look at the label on your jar of spaghetti sauce, go look at the label on your ketchup and see how much, those are just two foods off the top of my head, but there's added sugar in everything we eat. And if you're eating a steady diet of fat-free food, oh, good Lord, you're eating more sugar than you even know right now, because that is how foods are made fat-free is by adding extra sugar. Um, sugar will cause a temporary spike in feel-good neurotransmitters like dopamine, but what that in turn will do is when it spikes up, it's going to crash down. And what was a feeling of immense joy, I'm sorry, happiness. I don't want to misuse the term joy. <laughs> no, it was, it was happiness. <laughs> That's on a future episode preview. <laughs> um, that sugar will cause an immediate spike, but in turn, you're going to end up feeling worse than you did before. So I just want to talk about some foods that will help you be healthy, help you stay healthy, and help you keep your gut healthy because so much of our health starts in our gut and not only with those neurotransmitters, but when your gut is filled with gunk and junk food and gluten and sugar, your gut is not picking up the nutrients that it needs to pick up. So we're just going to talk about some foods today that are not only going to help with um, production of neurotransmitters in your body, but they are also going to help immensely with keeping your gut clean and keeping your gut healthy. First of all, whole foods. I'm not just talking about the heaven on earth grocery store, but what I'm talking about is non-processed natural foods. 
if society as a whole really started to look at how our food is processed and started to make a real effort to only eat natural and whole and unprocessed foods, our lives would change exponentially. There is so much crap that is placed in our food supply and our food production. It's just mind-blowing. Um, I encourage all of our listeners as well to take a look at a, a webpage that's called um, Eating Rules. And they do a challenge every October and it's called October Unprocessed. And you can read more about the challenge when you go online, but it challenges the participants to, if you're able to do so, eat completely unprocessed for the entire month of October. It, and it's, it, I'm, I'm here to tell you, it ain't easy. It's, it's damn near impossible to do. So because of that, um, they encourage, if you, if you can only do one meal a week, that's unprocessed or maybe one day a week, just making some type of change. And by eating unprocessed, that means reading the labels on everything that you ingest. And if in that label, there is something that is A, not readily available to you, or B, that can't be produced in your own kitchen, you don't eat it. And I know at first thought you think, ah, oh, that wouldn't be hard, but go read the label on your coffee creamer and you'll see that there's xanthan gum, thickening agents. There, there's a chemical probably in about 90% of the foods that you eat. And when I first did this challenge back, I don't even know how many years ago, it, it didn't mean that I was never gonna have McDonald's french fries again, but it did mean that I was becoming way more aware and cognizant of what I was putting in my body and how many chemicals we blindly ingest on a daily basis. So if someone wanted to, question, if someone wanted to eat whole foods for October, how do they, I mean, is it just, I've always thought or I've always viewed um, that it's best to shop the outskirts of a grocery Shopping store. Shopping in the U. That's exactly where you And leave shop. the aisles alone. Now I know that coffee creamer, like you just said, is going to be in the milk section. So you still would have to pay attention. But if you shop just the outskirts, the fruit, the vegetables, the meats, the yes. cheeses, the eggs, the uh, that, that would be yes. the way, a place to start. That is an excellent place to start. And when you talk about in the aisles, there are... You, you use your aisles sparingly. That's where you're going to find your olive oil. That's where you're going to find your avocado oil. That's where you're going to find your brown rice pastas. Things of that nature that um, are more so sparing foods, sparingly used foods that you would use. Um, it, what's, what's encouraging is the fact that because there actually are a growing number of people that are becoming abundantly more aware of what they're eating. We see now coffee creamer, the natural bliss that's made by coffee mate. And if you look at the ingredients, it's cream and sugar. And I know we just talked about sugar being bad, but in small doses, 
it's manageable. Mm -hmm. And when you have a coffee creamer where you can pronounce and mm -hmm. the ingredients are all readily available to you, that's a game changer. And there are a lot of food suppliers that are starting to make these changes because mm -hmm. we as a collective society are starting to become more aware of it. Um, fiber. Fiber not only helps you feel fuller longer and um, will help clean out your gut because we all know what fiber does. Um, so to keep your gut clean and keep your gut readily available to absorb those nutrients in your food, but it also helps your body absorb sugar slower. So you're going to avoid those sugar spikes that we talked about earlier. Antioxidants, uh, those are huge inflammation fighters in the body. Um, it's so important to have those. Inflammation fighters in the body are going to cut down on, I mean, obviously inflammation, but what that does is it's going to cut down on joint swelling. It's going to cut down on pain and discomfort. And though some examples of those are berries, green leafy vegetables, um, dark chocolate is an antioxidant. So that is, I mean, go ahead and enjoy your dark chocolate, but do so sparingly, um, everything in moderation. Um, so abundantly important to your body. Folate, um, it helps with the dopamine production in the body. Um, and it, it will help with that dopamine production, but without your body having that same sure surge as it would from um, sugar consumption. Those can, that can be found in lentils, cantaloupes, uh, once again, dark green leafy vegetables. Vitamin D, um, that helps with serotonin production. And we all know vitamin D as being the sunlight vitamin, but uh, it not only comes from sunlight, it can be found in mushrooms. Uh, I Vitamin D is something that I lack and I have to take a daily supplement of vitamin D, especially during um, the winter months. Mm -hmm. And vitamin C and vitamin D right now, I know a lot of um, supplement providers are having a hard time keeping them stocked because those also fight with fighting viruses in the body. So right now, um, especially with everything that we've been going through, but not only that, but coming into flu season, hugely important to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin D. Um, <clears throat> Uh, magnesium, uh, that is an essential mineral for the body and that helps with everything from nerve and muscle function to keeping your heartbeat steady. Um, but it's also vital to, as we've been talking about the food mood connection, uh, because a mineral deficiency here can really hurt the bacteria in your gut. Once again, as we've talked about causing depression and anxiety like symptoms. So, uh, just some some of those pointers if you want to get started on incorporating more of those foods into your body. And I just want to leave you with five steps that I think incorporating just one or two of these will make a huge difference in, in how you feel and how your body feels. Um, and I, I just... I can't encourage enough how, how vastly important it is to 
try and work towards this going forward. First of all, meal planning. I, I do a lot of meal planning and I know sometimes people hear that term and they think, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to have to get this grocery list and I'm going to have to go do this and I'm going to have to go do that. And it's really not that complicated. Sometimes meal planning for me is going and buying a rotisserie chicken at Meijer, boiling or steaming some broccoli and getting some brown white brown rice or some quinoa. And I can make four lunches or five lunches from that for the week. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, buying a package of chicken sausage and getting some eggs. Like it's not hard. All you have to do is think ahead. Uh, number two, swaps. Swaps can make a huge difference. Swapping out brown rice instead of white rice. Swapping out whole wheat bread instead of white bread, which let's maybe sometimes get to the point where we're not eating as much bread at all, but that's a, another story, mm -hmm. story for a different episode. Another episode. <laughs> um, number three, staying hydrated. Right now I am doing a health challenge, which has me drinking a gallon of water a day. And I thought that I was staying hydrated, but I really wasn't staying hydrated enough. It's hugely important. And a lot of times people think that they're hungry and really they're just dehydrated. So making sure that you have that bottle of water with you wherever you go. Um, number four, being mindful of your caffeine and alcohol consumption. The challenge that I'm doing right now also has me not drinking for 75 days. And I'm learning so much about my body and how it operates and how it functions with and without alcohol. And I'm 20 days in and it's been a game changer. Already. I hope you're journaling. You should, if, if you're not, not journaling, I'm going to start today. I'll stop and buy. You journal. truly should be I noting know. the differences. I know. I was just telling Heather this morning, one difference is that a friend of mine and I like to grab drinks after work every once in a while. And I've begun to notice the difference in my body, even if after a couple of glasses of wine after work, having them before and not having them now. Um, everybody, everybody processes alcohol differently. And I'm finding that I don't know if this is how I've always been or if it's now that I'm getting older, my body doesn't process alcohol <laughs> the way that it used to. And I'm, I have just so much more energy and laser focus at work and um, just so, so, so many different changes. Um, and the last step is to start small. One change, one meal a week, one change a week. It just can make such a huge difference. Um, as Heather stated in the previous episode, if anybody was interested in some meditative practices or whatnot to reach out to her, I am willing to sit down and talk to anyone about this type of information. If you have any interest in improving your health, in making a change, in getting together, grabbing a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, maybe grabbing lunch and talking about these changes, um, send a message to our Facebook page or our Instagram page. You can message me directly. I'm willing to talk to anybody about it. I know what a difference this has made in my life and I am eager to help any of you make the same change in yours. 
Excellent, Mary. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your your in-depth knowledge. Truly, people, if you have any questions about this stuff, she's your girl. I'm your girl. And with that, thank you for listening. And we are real. We're live. And, and we're, we're women. women. <laughs> thank you for listening to The Naked Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's The Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at The Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.